Hello and welcome to episode thirty. I want to say. Oh 32? god, he walked away from the computer. Oh no! Fuck it, we're doing it live. Welcome to episode thirty-two of Q and A Quest. I'm your host, Mike Apps, A.K. Wheels, and with me, as always, David McBurney, Paramount Master, like seven okay, other yo, things. I've been on. And yes, our, we we started with that you. Um, and our guest who walked out, away from guess. the computer at the most opportune time. <laughs> Just peaced out right when he could. Yo, I'm back. Hello? Is, is, we can hear you. Okay, good. Hear us. Okay. I can hear you. I can hear you. It's the master of all caps. Uh, all loudy. Yeah. And hey, He's you our know, guest. Yeah. You know, that that leads me right into actually the first thing I wanted to talk about here, because, uh, yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine, so... Wait, have we started already? Are we recording? Yes, yeah, we're we recording. Holy started crap. already. Maybe we oh my God. ourselves while you work on. Well, why did you do that? That was... Oh, you suck. I hate you. You, you left right as wheels with like, oh, we're going to start. <laughs> I said I am will be back in 10 seconds, and I was back you in like... We did not hear that. Oh my god. Absolute. Uh. (laughs) Can we restart so I can be like, you know, on board? No, no. I I went and said, fuck it, we're doing it live, so. God damn. This this is all going in the recording. I swear to god, Wheels, one of these days I'm going to beat you to death. Alright, what's the first question? Let's just get this shit show on the road. Uh, So, before we get into anything that is actually a question. So I was casually, casually looking at the replies to the last episode. You know, people are asking questions and things. And then, you know, uh, Gaijin is all like, hey, remember that thing we talked about five years ago on Q&A Quest? Or, no. Not, sorry, QA, Q&A. And I'm oh, like, back when it was a mail. Yeah. I do remember that. That was when I was always sending you like the worst things imaginable. Yeah, but I'm just I'm just sitting there reading this and I'm like, how in how long have I been doing fucking Q&A that you can casually drop 5 years ago? And that was like after I'd been doing it for a decent amount of time, too. Yeah, I know, right? So Yeah, it's yeah. around when I met you. It's terrible. Yeah. Q&A grew up with us. Like, back then, I would have I would have still been in college. Now, I have a son on the way. Life is crazy. What? <laughs> oh, oh you didn't know this? No. No, well, you should pay more attention, jackass. Oh, man, bitch. <laughs> this is terrible. I'm now outnumbered by dads. <laughs> the dadification of video games is this here uh, right yep. now. Yep. Well, you're two behind me, so, you know, you gotta catch up. Whatever, man. Yeah. Alright, let's just keep going. Wheels. <laughs> Alright, so, yes, actual questions. Actual questions. So, the thing... Oh, God. That's the shortest milestone celebration anyone's ever had. Yeah, seriously. Well, you know, I think after, like, a few years of q and it was like, yay, look how long I've been doing this. Now it's like, oh... Oh god, look how long I've been doing this. I'm old. I'm old. Oh, Life is passing us by. The end. We're all old. Yes. All right. And, and it should be noted that Gaijin has been with the site even longer, so, yeah. Who? Yeah, yeah so there's that. He's the guy that sent us in. He's a good guy. He does, he's been on a show several times. Yes, uh, so he approved the use of Mega Man X music. Yeah. Which is good. I just and realized this show's been running for like a year and a half. 
Yes. Yeah, we have been doing this show that long. Well then, um, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, what the hell was I going to say next? I was going to read what else he had to say. Oh yes, he wanted to mention that uh, some of the other Tri-Ace games he enjoyed that never made it stateside, since we've been talking about Tri-Ace games, was uh, Beyond the Labyrinth and Star Ocean Blue Sphere. Um, there, that one's weird. That one, I love that, because that game goes on the list of games that are a sequel to a previous game where the end state that they assume cannot actually be achieved. <laughs> wow. So, like, Star Ocean Blue Sphere is a Game Boy Color game that is a direct sequel to Star Ocean 2. It takes place, like, two years later. And it assumes that everyone in Star Ocean 2 took part, which is not at all possible. <laughs> No, it's fine. It's like it's I, like in Final Fantasy VII, you only have three people in the party, but they're all there at the end. It's cool. No, no, it's not, not like that. So, like, Star Ocean Two, there are 12 characters, and you have six open slots. Right. So, like, and there's, and it's, so basically, you cannot recruit most of these people, or at least half of these people. But the other thing is that some of them have specific conflicts with each other. They literally can't be in the same party with each other. Like, if you recruit Ashton, Opera and her boyfriend disappear into the void and can never be found. So, you know, it's just like... Assuming that these characters somehow know each other, it's not actually possible. I, I just enjoy that. It's like how Resident Evil 1 assumes that there were four survivors and no ending has more than three. <laughs> No ending is canon. <laughs> yeah, because, like, so if, you, if you're playing as Jill, Rebecca never shows up at all. And if you're playing as Chris, Barry never makes it into the mansion and just disappears after the opening cutscene. Um, trying to think. No, 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 man. Just, just go with the Hotline Miami method. Everyone's a brain-damaged psychopath. Yes, exactly. See, in Hotline Miami 1, there you are shown two explicit versions of events, and in both of them, one of the guys dies. In Hotline 2, they are both maybe alive and well. So, you know, they were just wrong. Whatever. They lied to you. Everybody's not uh, That's everybody. basically what you have to assume about, like, half of these games. It's just like, yep. oh, whatever. Like, you know, whatever. Whatever the about it. game told you is a lie. My one. One of my favorite ways of this being examined was if you, uh, if you ever watched the making of CD that came with uh, Lunar Silver Star Story Complete, they tried to explain away why the story was different in Silver Star Story as, composed, as compared to Lunar the Silver Star. And the explanation they gave was that each video game console is actually a storyteller and some of them have bad memories. So like Mr. Sega CD has a bad memory he doesn't quite remember how the story went so he kind of fills in the gaps wrong but Mr. Sega Saturn and Mr. PlayStation are much better at remembering it and they give a more complete version of the story because of it interesting it's kind of great <laughs> uh, so yeah uh, there any other... tangent. I apologize no this show is we should probably rename this show Tangent Quest at this point it's, Q &A it's, ah. it's just what we do. So are there any other random weird Tri-Ace games we've never talked about? 
Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, okay, so their first game is Star Ocean 1. It's essentially made because, like, they're pissed off about what happened to Tales of Fantasia. So Star Ocean 1 is really obviously Tales of Fantasia 2. Um, I don't think they made anything between that and Star Ocean the Second Story in, like, 1999. Um... Star Ocean Till the End of Time, Valkyrie Profile, Valkyrie Profile 2, uh, Valkyrie Profile Covenant of the Plume. Uh, let's see. Yeah, like going down the list in my head of like games that they released, there's not much before or like the 3DS that just never comes out other than Blue Sphere, which I've read rumors was at some point meant to come out here, but like it was a Game Boy Color game and 2001, so ha 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 ha. What year did the Game Boy Advance come out? 2001. That was the point. Ah, it's, yes. Okay, then. That makes sense. Yeah, it was like, hmm, this suddenly doesn't make any sense, and it's also a completely huge color cartridge. Yeah. So, that was, uh, you know, strangled in the grave, uh, in the cradle. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, no, that's, like, there's not a lot of Mist Tries content, to my knowledge. There's a PSP game from Konami, that, whose name I cannot remember. I'll look this up. One of my favorite things in any of the games is that, like, Star Ocean 2 had the Try emblem which was, like, this super good accessory that's shaped like the Tri Ace logo, but it also had the Try emblem which is just a crappy counterfeit of it. <laughs> Interesting. Star Ocean 2 has a lot of bad... Oh, yeah, I forgot. We didn't actually get the original version of Star Ocean 3. Oh, that's right. We got... Uh, Star Ocean... Director's Cut or something? Yeah, there's some interesting changes. Like, Star Ocean 3's original version had, like, characters that were obviously supposed to be recruitable and aren't. Star But, like... You could get party mo member... Com As I recall, you could get party member combinations in original till the end of time that you can't in the director's cut because, like, it gives you four, four characters and tells you to recruit uh, two of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Coming on the plume, plume, Infinite Undiscovery. Last Hope, Worth into Fate. Uh, some browser game that I've never heard of in my life. Doesn't matter. I'm not sure that Wikipedia didn't just make up Hoshigami no Taigyu Lamuta. What matters is Resonance uh, uh, of Fate. Yeah, Resonance of Fate's really good. The Konami thing you're th thinking of is probably Frontier Gate. Yep, that was it. I've never seen any of that. Oh man, I didn't realize they were involved with Little ba Battler's experience. Really? Uh, the sequel, anyway. LBXW. Is that the one that came out? Is that the one that came out here? Uh, I'm looking that uh, published. The Let's see. Uh, uh, the first game was initially released on June 26th for the PSP. It's expanded to six official games and three anime series. Uh, um. Oh, level five, right? Never mind. Makes sense. Yeah. No. Like it. Like that series started in 2011. It has six official games. Yep. Level five. <laughs> I didn't realize there was also a update to Frontier Gate called Frontier Gate Boost Plus. 
Holy crap, they were... Konami farmed out a silent scope game to them? What? Really? That can't be real. Wasn't Silent Scope the light gun series? It was yes, it was a light gun sniping game. This was according to Wikipedia, like citation needed, Silent Scope Bone Eater was farmed out to try. <laughs> Bone Eater. Bone Eater. That sounds like, like I know that Silent Scope Bone Eater exists because I I've seen screens of it, but I didn't know Trice was involved, and I'm not convinced of it. They made something called Judas Code they self-published on Vita at some point. Like, we used to get almost everything they release, and we've missed out on most of their non-Star Ocean output in the past five years. Uh, let's see, Docomo Phone Game, Exist Archive, which I think we're getting. We're getting Exist Archive. We, we are. missed out... Chrono Axis is publishing Exist Archive. PS4 and Vita physical copies. Got that pre-ordered. I'm interested in that. Yeah. And they did the Fantasy Star Nova, which we missed out on like every other part of PSO2 for reasons that no one seems to be clear on. (laughs) Uh, And if you want to import that, it is ridiculously cheap. Like I think I got it for 20-something bucks, and I think it's even cheaper than that now. So it's probably yeah, cr- it's probably it's crap. Like garbage, which is why we didn't get it. Yeah, it's it's probably crap, but who knows? I don't know. I like Trias things. They do weird stuff. Sold one hundred seven thousand copies. I guess that's about as much as you could really hope for as a Vita game. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Trias they do things. Then many of them are weird. Yeah, that's what makes them fun. When they're not being weird, they're making bad things, like Infinite Undiscovery. Don't play Infinite (laughs) Undiscovery, kids. Uh, That's a game called Infinite Undiscovery that has almost no optional content. Fun. Why is it... What's an Undiscovery? Something that has not yet been discovered. Don't think too hard about it. Hey, so like... That game ends with you fighting the man in the moon. (laughs) Well, uh, that's just Putt-Putt Goes to the Moon. Yeah. It's a it's a remake, but more but more anime. Man on the moon. Man on the moon. Oh man! If the, you, if they put the man on the moon. So I clicked on the link to uh, this old Q and A he was talking about, and the title is "No Country for Old Puns." Pretty proud of that title. Uh, uh, that's it. not even a pun, you. And no, dick. it's awesome. I don't care. That's awesome. Uh, you can't nice. you can't take that away from me. Where to? God. Okay, let's uh, let's move forward before okay. we just descend into this. Okay, so uh, the thing he was referring to was uh, we had had some discussion years ago about um, crap. What the heck was it? Uh, oh, that's right turning different series into Monster Hunter clones. Oh no. And so the idea was kind of make a Monster Hunter Zelda clone. Uh, and kind of had some neat ideas about that. Uh, so turning Zelda into Monster Hunter or Monster Hunter into Zelda? Both. Both, I guess. <laughs> you take the ba- you Monster take the Hunter foundation, into Zelda. Just... You take the foundation of Monster Hunter and you just give him a hookshot. There you go. 
They also did like this in the most recent Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, but they also made it a Halo. <laughs> Call of Halo. I loved yeah. watching the IRC while, um, while, while that trailer was going because everybody was going, wow, this looks really cool. This looks really fun. This looks really good. Oh my god, I'm, I'm really excited about this. And then the words Call of Duty appeared on the screen. Everybody was like, the despair. It was designed, <laughs> it was designed to despair nerds. Yeah, like, like, like they were all on board until they knew the name. And at that point, they were like, no, I'd be tricked. I didn't think it was good, I swear. I don't I like swear. Call of Duty. I can't like Call of Duty. <laughs> Oh. Okay, uh, moving on. But you, you were something about uh... Zelda 3DS or Zelda, yeah. Zelda Monster Hunter. But hey, yeah, wasn't there? There was like a Link costume in Monster Hunter 4, so could almost yeah, it make, already happened. He could almost make that a thing. It already happened. It's canon. <laughs> yeah. All uh... right. So, um. I encourage everyone to go and check out that old Q&A if you go and uh, look at the thread for Please ask questions about old Q&A. They're the only thing for actually equipped answer. That's true. <laughs> Alright, so next question. Do, do, do. do you have any idea why... This is from the walking dude, sorry. Do you have any idea yeah. as to why Tokyo Mirage says... Tokyo Mirage Sessions is what it is. I can follow the uh, Shin Megami Tensei stuff as the atmosphere isn't too different from a Persona game, but I can't understand how, why... Yeah, I think he may have mistyped this here. Why they decided to mix Fire Emblems and Idols. Uh, the Fire Emblem and Idol thing? Like, the Idol thing probably just came in because they wanted to give it a distinct flavor. Like, I don't think that that was specifically something that came in as a process of Fire Emblem. Yeah. I think Fire Emblem came in because it's like, well, we wanted to combine two series that were not inherently diametrically opposed, so... I really... We took one look at it, <laughs> this is what we made. Honestly, there's no non-weird way to mix those two series, because, uh, like, Shin Megami Tensei kind of has to take place in modern day, right? It doesn't have to. I mean, SMT one and two like push into cyberpunk. Sometimes uh, Soul Hackers is hilariously a '90s take on what a cyberpunk future is supposed to look like now that the internet exists. <laughs> um, like certainly, you can put Shin Megami Tensei elsewhere. You get things like Last Bible and freaking Ronde and. Really, every other thing, like, you know, certainly it can go in many places, but essentially they wanted a new IP that would sell well, so they made something that looked like the IP in SMT that currently sells, so they made something that looks like Persona. Yeah. And it's not like there isn't any uh, Fire Emblem stuff in there. Yeah, definitely. The Mirages are all Fire Emblem, but uh, I'd also like to point out that cons Conspicuously, in Japan, it's Genei Ibunoroku, which the original persona was Megami Ibunoroku. So, hmm. what I, I, everything you just said is basically Greek to me. Things, uh, that's Japanese, but that might 
as well be Greek. Um, but yeah, like Tokyo Mirage, it's neat. I've played like a dungeon, and it's really obvious that one of the directors of Shin Megami Tensei: Strange Journey worked on it because the session battle mechanic is the like co-op attack mechanic from Strange Journey fixed to not be a busted piece of hogwash. Pretty much. Because, like, you couldn't really rely on co-op attack in uh, Strange Journey, even though the game emphasized them, just because, like, the amount of damage that they did was so minuscule that, like, structuring your party around them would just leave you with, like, a bunch of weak demons. Yeah. Uh, but <sighs> if you're uh, playing... But in Mirage Sessions, like, like... Because instead of being, like, a generic bonus damage attack, you get things that are like uh, additions that are built upon specific weaknesses being attacked. It feels much more in line with the press turn battle system without actually being the press turn battle system. It's it's interesting. It's, it's good. It's well put together. It's game silly. It's uh, got amusing nonsense. I enjoyed flipping through my character's space phone and finding that like None of my that just like my actual friends from high school, no one can actually remember how many subjects they need to be studying at any given moment. <laughs> I enjoyed that somehow the characters at the beginning knew how to use their transform thing with no explanation whatsoever. Henshin yeah. a go go, baby. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's good. I can't I don't think anyone's ever going to be privy to what caused that game to be the way that it was because, well, we can't, like, unless someone wants to take up the old mantle of the Iwata asks, I don't think we're ever going to get it. Yeah. Um, it's a shame we can't get that because it's probably an interesting uh, thing, but it's probably worth noting that as far as anyone can tell, they announced that game the second that the ink dried on the deal that said, let's make a game that combines Atlas IP with Nintendo IP. <laughs> Yeah, because that sounds about right. Remember that. Remember that that initial announcement for Shinigami Tensei Cross Fire Emblem marking title uh, consisted of nothing but stock art from both franchises. <laughs> I still can't believe they actually made that thing, but I'm more surprised that what they made was basically the most anime thing ever. You shouldn't be. I kind of was because, like. All I ever knew about, like, SMT was that, oh, it's this serious, dark series about devils and gods Dude, the person shit. you were listening to screaming about that is a crazy person that, that doesn't actually... Be- that is unwilling to understand that when it was dark, it was dark because anime was stupid cyberpunk anime. <laughs> like, Shin Megami Tensei has always been... So, like, Megami Tensei on... Uh, uh, NES in the 80s looks like an 80s horror anime OVA. Yeah. Shin Megami Tensei looks like an early 90s cyberpunk anime OVA. That's then like it. Awesome. Then like it turns into like more school anime. It's like slice of life and school anime becomes popular. <laughs> oh, it's God. been anime all along. It was anime. It all was along. always anime. Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne is basically a knockoff of Devilman. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. Like it That's was, upsetting. it was always I'm upset anime. About, I am. I'm you aren't. You don't play Shin Megami <laughs> Tensei. I'm offended by the existence of anime. You know this. 
<laughs> but no, like it's good. It's good. It's well done. I enjoy it. Um, but yeah, like Shin Megami Tensei has always been anime, and its form changes with the times of how anime looks at any given moment. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, no, like that that game was never going to be a direct crossover because that opens up way more issues than it solves and it can't really be an ongoing franchise the nice thing for them about Tokyo Mirage Sessions is they could keep making Tokyo Mirage Sessions games and it doesn't need to interfere with any existing product hmm. good point it creates something that if they really want to it can be ongoing IP but you know it's, it can be one and done if they decide that this is not an avenue worth pursuing again it's, it was designed to be as much the launch pad for more games as necessarily, like, just a one-and-done. Look at all these, your favorite characters. Shin Megami Tensei doesn't really have many favorite characters that aren't Sona characters. Uh, you can be that one mute, or that, that other mute, or third mute. You can be that one guy that, like, marries his mom. Um, Gross. Yeah, Shin Megami Tensei 2 has a lot of Adam and Eve parallels that don't really work when you combine it with how the actual game uh, structures its plot and character revelations. Yeah. Yeah, Shin Megami Tensei. Like I said, it's always been anime, whether you've been willing to admit it or not. Um, I've never admitted anything. But yeah. Ever. You've, you've admitted life. many things. I have been around you drunk and you do nothing but admit things. Whatever. Fuck you. I'm drunk right now. Wow. You see me admitting shit. Aren't. Yeah, I am. You are under the influence. There's a difference between a DUI and DWI. Alright, what's the next question? Maybe it's one I'll actually be able to contribute to since I basically just let. As a matter of fact, it is. Oh, no. It's funny you should say that. How do you feel about skeletons in video games? No, I approve of them. I am very happy about them. No, they're terrible. <laughs> um, this is from Victor. Wow. Uh, my shots fired at a supremely popular video game comment for episode 29 was in reference to the Call of Duty slam at the very end. Although, much earlier in the episode, slam on Half-Life, which is a terrible video game, also fits. <laughs> he also has a long vested interest in hating Half-Life. <laughs> Sadly, most yeah, dude, mo most RPGs cannot be called supremely popular. It's it's funny you ask. It's a whole uh, Mac thing. Let's put it that way. Okay, fine. Yeah, Wheels, Wheels, Wheels was a fan of playing video games on Mac. Valve was, at the time, not a fan of actually making ports to the Mac. Yes. Gross. And, and it's probably best left at that. To be honest. We, we've got the very short version of that. Fair enough. Have to listen to I don't, wheels, like, I don't sort of need, stop to his drink. I don't need to know anything more about Wheels' Mac addiction, other than that he had a Mac and it sucked. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Did, but know, did you have a... Well, Wheels, do you know how I know that it sucked? How? Because it was a Mac. <laughs> wheels, did you have a subscription to Mac Addict? Mac Attack. <laughs> I'm gonna edit the silence out of the <laughs> <laughs> recording. Also, edit out this entire recording. Yes, I had a. I guess I had a subscription to Mac Addict actually for a very long time. 
I'm not surprised. In fact, I requested it. I requested it over the subscription to many fine video game magazines. So. Oh my God! Go. I've already forgotten what the question was because you're too busy <laughs> talking about your terrible computer made that doesn't even run Half Life. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't a question exactly. So last e- so two episodes. Then why did he yeah. send it to a question and answers podcast? Fuck you! <laughs> He just posted a comment in the thread, and we brought it up because we like him. Yeah, but, uh, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, it was just in reference to like I listened to that podcast, and that podcast is nearly three hours long. Oh, uh, no. And I didn't reach, the, I did not reach the ending, and so I was like, "What the hell was he talking about?" And it's like, and like Call of Duty is a non-issue to mock on our given our audience because they don't they don't care. Um, but yeah, and also it's terrible. I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. I remember like, like it's like three years ago. You got obsessed with them. Like I kept telling you, stop buying these hardened editions. What are you it's, gonna do with these? It's because I I played Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare is pretty good. Uh. And then I'm like, okay, I'll try some of these other ones, and they were all fucking terrible. So. But you, you, it wasn't just that you were buying all the other ones, because all the other ones would have been cheap by that time. You were buying, like, the fancy editions of all of the other ones. Yeah, the fancy edition was actually really cheap. That's probably correctly. true. Like, they were probably taking up tons of shelf space, so they were probably mad cheap. And it was a nice deal. That's the, funny thing about, that's the funny thing about, like, limited editions that actually have, like, a lot of, of like, that actually get pumped out a lot. They're usually like large and awkwardly shaped, so they take up tons of shelf, shelf space. So they inevitably get marked down really fast, so that they can stop taking up so much shelf space. <laughs> retail. Good old retail. retail. Yeah, what? I don't even remember what that. Why were we even talking about Call of Duty? I don't remember. Something about Half Life. No, no, no. He's talking about in episode twenty nine. I did not. I got two and a half hours into a three hour podcast and was like, "No, I gotta go to bed." And then, like, I woke up and didn't bother. Good job. I was, I was like, I cannot imagine it was worth actually hearing that last six it's, to try to determine why we brought it up. I came to that conclusion only forty five minutes into StarCraft Two VN developer stream. Listen, listen. Was, were we talking about Square Enix publishing those in Japan or something like that? Oh yeah, I probably brought that up. Square Enix dubs those into Japanese. Yeah. I have seen controversies from Japanese fans upset that they had taken liberties in translation. Oh, that's right. That's what brought it up. Yeah. I mean, why else would we talk about a terrible franchise that's awful and horrible? we've never done that before? Yeah, but I mean, at least those are actually interesting to talk about. You know? Are they? No. Okay. Fine. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. 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 Call of Duty is terrible. Why are we doing this? Let's move on. Let's I, move on. Yeah. Next question. Uh, Call. I. I don't know. Call of Duty is terrible. Okay. Next question. Oh my God. Uh, Half Life is also terrible. <laughs> are you filibustering? Question. The That's question for no reason. <laughs> I want to talk some more about how why Half Life is terrible. Why is Half Life <laughs> terrible? Because I don't know. Play it. No one asked this question. 
Uh, why yeah. is Half-Life terrible? It's a, That's because like it's me not saying Orange is terrible if I can't eat it. It's a boring first-person shooter. There's nothing special about it. I never even played Half-Life, but I know you're wrong. Uh, whatever, man. <laughs> oh. Uh, Whatever. Oh All right. Okay, so, moving on. Okay, so, so, subject. so Victor also says, I listened to, to the episode 29 all the way through again, purely for... F- wow. Wow. That's that's higher praise than I expected. Wow. I'm sure we occasionally made cogent points in there, but I mostly just uh, rambled about robots for like half an hour. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, so yeah, uh, it, he said it's really, it's really a blast. My favorite quote, uh, Konami is a, po- I don't, I think that's supposed to be Pachinko, right? Pachislo. I think I said Yeah, okay, so he did put oh, Pachislo. Or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, is it Pachislo? Yeah, Pachislo is the combination of Pachinko and a slot machine. Yep. So, Konami is a Pachislo company now, and I don't have to care care about them. You will set yourself free if you remember. Konami doesn't make video games anymore, and they aren't interested in my business. But they still own lots of cool franchises. That's the problem. Yep. Well, well it doesn't matter, because you know they're not going to make anything with them, so you can set yourself free of the expectation you'll ever see them again. It's, yeah, exactly. It's not, can... an, it, it's not an expectation that I'll ever see them anymore. It's, an, it's the wish that I could see them some more. Yeah, but you're hurting yourself by wishing for that which cannot be. Yeah, Look, I mean, sometimes hard, you though. just gotta take old Yeller out back and shoot him in the head. <laughs> yeah, basically, this is this is taking old Konami. Like the only thing they're ever gonna do is they're gonna contribute to that tiny little NES that has two Castlevania games in it. And God yeah, damn it, the wrong two, three. the wrong fucking two. It has one of them that's good. Castlevania one is super good. Yes. Okay, so maybe wrong two was the wrong thing to say there. What I basically mean is it should be three and not two. Listen, you fuck can hand two. this to a fuck two. You can hand this. T- okay, okay, dude. You can hand this to a small child, and they'll be like, "Oh," and you'll be like, "Oh, this is these are the games they played when I was a kid," and then they can recreate the experience of wondering what the hell happened. Yep. <laughs> Nintendo is making it easier than ever for us to torture our children. (laughs) That thing looks cute. If I had $60 to spare, I'd probably pick it up. Because it's like, oh, these are kind of neat. This would be a neat little novelty. Oh, son, son, you want ice cream for breakfast? Sure, you can have that ice cream for breakfast. And then we're going to spend the entire day playing Simon's Quest. (laughs) I'm looking at you in three years from now, this will be you. Hit your head against the cliff to make a whole wheels. <laughs> oh. But yeah, like there's there's other things that like you know Konami has apparently opened itself up to strip mining its back catalog because they just started putting in, uh, they just started allowing PC Engine slash Turbo Graphics games onto the Wii U Virtual Console. Oh, that's nice of them. And that and yes. that has to go through Konami because they own Hudson now. Really? I didn't even know that. But, yeah, no, they bought Hudson like ten years ago. Dang. And then, like, murder. They then like, like basically cut off ties with and murdered like half of their franchises. Um, they're like, they're like freaking Japan Activision. It, it's fantastic. There was they got into a really public feud with the developer of Momotaro Dentetsu. 
I have no fucking idea what that what that means. <laughs> okay, so Momotaro Densetsu means like the legend of the Peach Boy, and like you know, it's it's a very old Japanese legend. This is a really dumb pun on that, because Momotaro Dentetsu means Momotaro's electric uh, electric train. Okay. And, or electric railway, and it was a ser- long-running series of Japanese video board games. All right. And I think it still runs, but like they got in a public feud with its creator, who was just pissed off and tried to say it's never happening again. <laughs> Fair enough. Konami. Konami. Yeah, like there's apparently an announced. <sighs> no, uh, New one, even though there hasn't been one since 2012. It's weird. Now I want to find that gif with uh, Iga saying, what did he say, like, fuck Konami or something? Shatter's class. No, he says, like, Konami was garbage or something. I don't don't remember. (laughs) Konami was a mistake. Oh, that's right. Konami is a bad boy. It was glorious. I've got a a really nice, like, video of him on my phone whipping things. Nice. I saw him at PAX. He was a nice guy. Not fair. I missed the FF15 panel just before his, but I still got the poster that because someone just handed theirs away. Who else did you get to meet? This totally not fair. Uh, okay, so every, every, yeah, every PAX I've gotten at least one stupid story about getting something signed. PAX 2013 B. Here made sure that I managed to meet and get a picture with Hideki Kamiya. I literally sprinted uh, across the building for that shit, man. <laughs> I sprinted across the building too. Like you saw me, I was terrifyingly sweat drenched, and Kamiya didn't even bat at night. It was great. Yeah, no, Kamiya. His translator was like, "Oh, is he a fan?" <laughs> then I ruined your photo by just nuts in it. No, it's fantastic. I was uh, Pax trying. In 2014, I met Alexei Pajitnov. Oh, nice! And like it was like it was part of the Tetris panel, and I made I probably like set back his opinion of American nerds by like 30 years because without thinking about it, when I won the competition to get like a signed poster from him, I Cossack danced up to claim my prize without thinking about it. Ooh, and that's then, not the sort of thing to do without thinking. That that takes thought. <laughs> No, I didn't think about what that that meant. Like I was certainly dan- like I was dancing out of delight. So it was just like, yeah, yeah, I need to dance while moving forward. So I did uh, that. I'm sure he thought, ah, oh, that's fine. Yeah, he was more appalled that no one could figure out what uh, what satellite had a copy of Tetris uh, shot up with it, and it was the one with the Russian name. Uh, Shit. Uh, <laughs> Soyuz. Soyuz. Oh, yeah, obviously. But, uh, and then at 2015, I had Iga sign a copy of Nano Breaker, and he was really excited because that was the one thing that no one had offered him to have signed. Oh, that was nice. Nice. Like, he was, he was really pumped. He shouted, Nano Breaker, you're a good gamer. <laughs> cool guy. Well, um, yeah. if I ever get to meet Kawazu, I can assure you that I will be bringing a copy of Unlimited Saga. And well, that's like, right. Oh, I met. I, I was about to say, God damn it! I hope I meet, I meet Suda Five one one of these packs one of these seasons. I remembered I already did. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? When the hell did that happen? 
Oh, just randomly. I was just walking around PAX East. I think it was 2014 would have been. And I was just, just, just see this uh, lollipop chainsaw. Uh, like They had a school bus like built into the thing. It was, it was oh, kick-ass. I'm furious. I didn't get to be invo- involved with that. I was, I was, that was the one PAX like, East I, just, I was at. I was just like, uh, I was just like, um, I was talking to like one of the booth people, like, oh yeah, no, I fucking love Suda's games. And this guy like next to me says, really? And I look, and it's fucking Suda. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit, you're Suda. Can I get a photo? Uh, and he was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> that must have been like Pax East 2012. Uh, oh. That's when Lollipop Chainsaw came out. Yeah, okay, that was when it was, yeah. But um, uh, but yeah, I met, I met Suda by one. I was there. Well, clearly you weren't that's, there. Like, also, oh man, did you guys? That just reminds me. Did you guys see? Uh, Time as you wheels, you are impossible to meet up with. You're like a pain in the ass. I'm sorry. Okay, you're just you're just a whirlwind that flies through packs. But uh, that reminds me. Did you guys see the uh, like ridiculous Instagram collection that like Swery65 was doing, where he would just like he was selfieing with everyone he could get hold of. No. That's what I. Do. I mean, that's that's logical. So there's so there's fantastic like selfies of like him and random people, and then like him and Iga, him and Suda, like. <laughs> Fuck yeah, shit's awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like Swery plus Suda would be an amazing combination. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum is Matt Pat, like forcing oh, no. Reggie punch him in the face. <laughs> no, no, I'm sure Reggie was satisfied doing that. No, Reggie's got this look on his face like Jesus Christ, I gotta do this now. It's 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 literally like like Matt Fans like, go oh, come on, it'll be great and Reggie's like, Who the fuck even are you? Oh right, right, the game theory idiot. Oh okay. that guy that game you're that so. guy that gave Undertale to the Pope. <laughs> God Register this yeah. to your your Pontiff Steam account. Uh Oh God. Okay. Okay, let's let's move on. Let's move on. We've uh, we've <laughs> we've gone enough. we've gone in horrifying new tangent directions. Yeah, I got to I got to talk about all my favorite pack stories, none of which involved my friends. Wait, no, that's a lot. How did we? <laughs> how did we oh, Konami, right? That's what led us down here. All right, all right. What's yeah, the next okay. question? Because I assume we have some actual questions. To Not answer. really. We have more comments. God. Pathetic. This is the most masturbatory thing imaginable. More from Victor. I'm just going to send you a question via Twitter right now, Wheels. Oh, perfect. All right. But can, can you, we I have... do that, read the next comment. Okay. This is more from Victor. Victor. Also, I finally remembered an RPG with a really weird, with really weird item description sequence. It's a Kickstarter rhythm game RPG on Xbox 360 indie games and also on the PC. Almost every item description in the entire game is a terrible, terrible pun. I have to buy this game right now. Yeah, no, that sounds like something you'd be interested in. Yeah. I'm mildly intrigued myself. I tend to be in favor of rhythm games crossing over with other genres. Beat, I'm not answering that question. Fuck you, answer. Uh, no, try no one. No, no. Read it. Read no, it. No, no, no. Read it. No. Do it. Do it. I'm looking at it now. Here at S Wheels, do you th- think Donald no. Trump would own a PS4 or an X-Bone? No, <laughs> not answering that. <laughs> I think he'd be an X-Bone. <laughs> I don't really have any logic nah. behind that. Just, he seems like an X-Bone sort of guy. Uh, he seems like a circa 1992 DOS guy. There you go. Okay, yeah, that's true. But I, I accept that answer. Okay, moving forward. Moving on. 
Uh, Sequence is a mostly fun game with a decent story for an inexpensive price. Anyone who wishes that Final Fantasy theater rhythm had a story should give it a try. Interesting. All right, I'm gonna have to check that out. Sounds like a lie to me. Nah, I'm willing to believe this person. They're a regular comment person. Let's be honest here. Did anybody ever want Final Fantasy theater rhythm to have a story? I know people that wanted that because it just gives the game more structure. They don't even have to care about the story, just as long as like there's more to it. I, I don't believe you. <laughs> I cannot structure allow. is useful for like improving reward structure in video I games. I cannot allow myself to believe you. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> like, just think about how awful that sentence was as I tried to construct it while, while trying to finish the thought. Oh. Where, where are we? Who are you? Who are you, people? Uh, uh, we're all dead. All of us are dead. We're all dead. We died years ago. <laughs> We've been dead. So that's why you're bones. Uh, no, yeah. no, B was never alive. Shit. Everything makes sense now. Uh, so, um, more Should questions here? Okay, so, uh, myopic mirror, uh, was explained to someone how kind of SMT X Fire Emblem, also known as Pound Fire Emblem, came about. Sharp Effie. But he does have an interesting story here. He says, I read that someone from Intelligence Systems said that they really liked the visual of a Pegasus Knight leaping off the 109 building in uh, Sh- uh, spelled. Shibuya? Shibuya. Yeah, Shibuya. Shibuya. And most SMT games take place in Tokyo already, so it seems the direction was always leaning towards SMT style games. As for how like it was a good excuse game. to get like fire emblem visuals contrasting with a modern setting. Yeah. I think it works. Yeah. The game just works. I haven't played a ton of it yet. It gives the game a unique works. identity. Yeah. The game is conspicuously obvious in its lineage, but conspicuously not doesn't feel like a spin off of either. Yeah, it feels like it. It feels more kind of lighthearted. I don't want to necessarily say lighthearted, but more like exaggerated than Persona. Because maybe that's the right word. You guys are robotic super hard maybe. for me. Hmm. hmm. I'm probably robotic super hard for you, so I'm just like quitting out of everything I could think of that would eat up uh, online stuff. <laughs> No, you're yes, like I'm you're stabilizing. You're fine for me, and that's all that matters. Is I'm recording. All right, good enough then. Who cares? Robot, robot bones are irrelevant. That's a Terminator. Uh, <laughs> all right, what, what's next? <laughs> Tell me you got something else. No, that was it from uh, this episode. I'm going to double check last episode. Wow, this episode is like going to be the most unlistenable podcast ever, pretty much. <laughs> no, I that's think people, people are going to dig it. People like our random tangents. All For right, some reason. Right. I've never quite worked out why they want to hear that, but... Yeah, people seem to really dig the almost three-hour episode with Gaijin where um, I can't even remember any of the questions we covered, just kind of some of the random things. Well, Gaijin we always has interesting things to say, so I can understand that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I remember the whole... I remember we went into this whole in-depth exclamation about uh, why uh, yokai, yokai Watch was difficult to uh, localize, which was really cool. Yeah. Just that basically all the all the creatures are ghosts. Uh, 
I guess I should just call them yokais. Everything's are, a ghost. Are like weird puns, and they were extremely difficult to translate. But yeah, that reminds me. I want. I'm ho- I'm hoping that weird uh, Ghostbusters knockoff from the Yokai Watch series comes out over here. I remember we discussed that once, and he yeah. essentially pointed out that that one might actually run afoul of someone's like licensing, <laughs> yeah. especially given the revival of Ghostbusters. It existing. probably would. Um, I'm pr- probably gonna have to import it. But uh, have you seen like the trailer for the uh, Yokai Watch Three? Where they basically rip no, off I the, rip off the X files. <laughs> Dang the Y well. the Y files with like a very obvious Mulder and Scully knockoff. <sighs> but yeah, I'm gonna have to play that one for sure. You're hooked, man. Yeah. Well, I mean it's level five, so there's gonna by next year there's gonna be like twenty games in the series or so. I think there already is, dude. <laughs> you know, it's horrifying to go and look and see, like, the Inazuna 11 series has yeah. been, has not been out very long at all, and there's, like, 20 games. Isn't it yeah, Inazuma like they... Soccer? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Inazuma 11 is a soccer RPG. Um, we we looked at this on, like, an early episode. We were just, night- we were just horrified, because it's, like, level 5 game releases generally, like, they release something, and if it sells, they just go at it until it dies. Yeah. Like, I, I think I think they like for a while they were doing that with Layton, and then they like, I have no idea what the hell happened to that. Like for a while they were like, okay, seventh Layton game is gonna be Mafia, and then that game kept disappearing, and then it came it came back, and they reannounced it, and it was still the same game, and people were confused, and then they were like, okay, we're making an actual. Professor Layton game as well, but it's weird. I don't understand it. Um, well, I don't think we've experienced it as much in the West as they have in Japan. So <laughs> it's always surprising to go look at it and be like, "Oh my god!" They they're like, freaking machines. Two thirds of their games never leave Japan. Yeah. like they become like these these really big things with like ten to thirteen year olds, and they like pump out like a billion until that audience is seen as having outgrown it and then they don't really try to sell it to the new kids they just try to like make a new franchise for that audience to care about yeah that kind of makes sense in a weird sort of way well, it can... does but it's such a like like I'm trying to think like what happens when one of those resonates with no one oh I'm sure like I don't know I think I think like in a weird way kids deserve to have new things, and they shouldn't just be given, like, what we had. I know, I'm not saying that they shouldn't have new things, I'm just saying, like, this bizarre, like, they put out, like, twice as many games as there are years that the franchise has been existing. Oh, wow, okay, that's crazy. Yeah, like, they have to to be producing the stuff at this (laughs) level before they can even know if it's going to be that popular. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's like my thought process is more: what happens when kids don't care about one of these? Right. Well, I guess they go out of business. <laughs> like if you look at Inazuma Eleven, I think there were probably like three games, like two years into the franchise, and they have to have been like already working on those before the first one even came out. Dang. Let's see. I'm looking at Inazuma Eleven's like as a franchise. They must have like, like uh, horrifyingly good market research. 
probably. Yeah, no, they've probably gotten really good at this sort of thing. So Inazuma Eleven like first jumped onto the scene in like '08. Uh, main games Inazuma Eleven one two three go go two Chrono Stones go three Galaxy Strikers Strikers twenty twelve Extreme Go Strikers twenty thirteen like three different mangas several films. Uh, a bunch of new mangas based on the Go series, more than one trading card game. Hmm. Huh. Huh. Do you know, also, know? many of these were released in multiple editions that had different content between them. Makes sense. Does anyone know if Not Yokai really. Watch is doing well in the West? Uh, it Not has to be doing reasonably well because they're already lo localizing Yokai Watch too. I see the I see the toys all over the place, but. I don't think it's it can really ever possibly do as well as it does in Japan. Sure. But it must be doing See, okay. Nintendo released a toy line based on the series worldwide in December of 2015. Uh, let's see. Oh my god. There's so many different manga based off it. There's at least five smartphone apps for spin-offs, Buster's Red Cat Troop and White Dog Squad, Buster's Moon Rabbit Team, Yokai Watch Dance, Just Dance Special Version. Did they partner with Ubisoft for that? What the? Yep. Yokai Watch Three Kingdoms. <laughs> I forgot that exists. I Yokai Watch. Like the Pokemon Conquest. Yes, it is. As far as, far as like mainline games, Yokai Watch has been fairly restrained. They're only on Yokai Watch 3, although 2 has two different versions, but like that's reasonable <laughs> but yeah like yokai watch 3 is just coming out given that like given the way that they can go at these like they're killing cats the main games have been relatively restrained i still think the weirdest thing on this is yokai watch just dance yeah that's pretty weird but yeah you can also get yokai watch puni puni for your smartphone what is puni puni i don't know you probably don't, don't want to know. Yokai Watch, uh. Yokai, uh. Yokai Taiso Daiichi Puzzle Danyan. Which is, uh. Okay, I googled Puni Puni and I got like a bunch of googly eyed animes looking at me all googly eyed. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what you thought you were gonna get with that search term. That's all I got to go on, man. That was an ill advised use of, use of Google. Uh, oh wow! Somebody took my uh, Pride and Prejudice and Knuckles picture and yeah. slapped on featuring Dante at the Devil May Cry series. <laughs> also, apparently, one of these uh, smartphone apps has come out in the U.S. You can watch Wobble Wobble. Yeah, I just talked. I just uh, checked. There's actually two different ones. Oh jeez. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yokai watch. <laughs> drop over them. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of these. There's so many of these. It's terrifying. Um, they're halfway through translating the Yokai Watch, one of the Yokai Watch mangas, seemingly the longest running one. Uh, Yokai Watch Exciting Yonderful Days. Uh, uh, four Panel Fun Club. Yokai Watch Busters. Uh, four Panel Yokai Watch Geragera Manga Theater. Komasan, A Time for Fireworks and Miracles. Yeah, half of these are never being translated because they're really Japanese. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's there's so much. Like they, like Square Enix in like 2006 
created coined the awful term polymorphic content to refer to how they wanted to release Final Fantasy games from that point on, where they were going to come is, with like a million different spinoffs. That is a really and awful like, term. And level five basically said, "Yeah, we're going to do that, that for everything." But they also aimed them all so squarely at thirteen-year-olds that it made perfect sense. So yeah, that's uh, that's your okay, Kaiba. I'm not sure how we get on this tangent. Oh, I basically asked about it. Yeah. It's Wheels' fault. We Blame Wheels. As, as a milestone celebration, we get to ask ourselves questions. It's true. Ed flatly refused to answer beeps. I don't have any questions. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Alright, so we're wrapping this thing up. Uh, as usual, if you have any questions, send them to wheels at rpgamer.com. Post on the forums, which is what everyone's been doing lately. You can reach me on Twitter at AskWheels. Dave is at FanboyMaster. Beat is, I don't know. It's uh, Beats underscore Twitter. There you, go. A. there you go. Twitter. Twitter. Hmm? Twitter. And yeah, um, I think there may be some space between the next episode because we're kind of gonna do a little midsummer break, I guess. Unless we get a ton of questions, in which case we'll just. Oh yo 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 yo. Okay. Wheels, I got a game for you to stream. You, oh, you, you no. want me to stream a game? I want you to stream a game. Okay. Oh. It's an actual RPG though. It's an RPG maker game. I'm scared. I want you to play Mario. The music box. What? Mario the music box. Look, look, fanboy, don't ruin this. Don't ruin this for me. Do not. I uh, straight up don't even know what it is. Exactly. <laughs> I'm so fucking excited. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to ruin your day. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm going to find out what this thing is before I agree to stream anything. Oh, I'm sorry. On, be cool. Be cool. Be cool, boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's that's all folks uh we'll see you next time uh yeah <laughs> have a great night everybody we'll see you later <laughs>